to fellowship with you. Uh, thanks, Brother Luke, and for giving me this opportunity uh, to come and uh, be able to share the word of God with you. Uh, there's a song that we said we're going to sing. Uh, Amen. Me and Hazel. I know you know this Shona song. Uh, Amen. You just help us. What is it called? things discouraging people, a lot of things trying to take away people from the message, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, pains, hearts, aches, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of things that you never expected would happen, mm-hmm. are happening, amen. Mm-hmm. 
They're just trying to lo make you lose focus. But the only hope that we have is for Christ to abide with us. Yeah, you can say, Lord, as the song says, Garainen, abide with me. Yeah, because in, on, your, on your own power, there's nothing that you can do. Mm -hmm. With your own abilities, there's nothing that you can do. Yeah. In your own abilities, you know, you, you'll be lost. Mm -hmm. We can only make it by the grace of God. Yeah, That's why, you know, we want him to, to get hold of us. It's not about us getting hold of him. But it's about him getting hold of us. Yeah. That he can keep us in his arms. Yeah, that way then we know that we cannot go anywhere. We are safe in his arms. Yeah, so man. that's why you know, I, I love that song. Yeah, saying, man. Lord, this life is so short. Mm -hmm. You know, you can die anytime. You can leave this earth anytime. Mm -hmm. The rapture can happen at any time. The Lord can come at any time. Mm -hmm. So this life is so short. I always try to, uh, to relate it to the time when I look back. Or oh, brother, look, if you look back to maybe when you were in school. It's just like it's yesterday, isn't it? Yeah. You just remember it vividly. Yes. Mm. So even if the Lord tells you that you've got another 40 years ahead of you, mm. it's just nothing. Mm. It's just a very short time. Mm. So usually when you are young, uh, you think, ah, I've got a whole life ahead of me. I'm still young. I'm still this. But when you, it's just a short moment. Yeah. We are here just for a moment. Amen. And before we know it, you are gone. So it's about making the most of this time, about doing the best that you can to save the Lord. Yeah. That is what is the most important thing. Yeah. And not to look at all these other things. Mm. I always try to, uh, to look back on, on the scripture when Jesus asked uh, Peter to come and walk on the water. Mm. And as he was walking on the water, the moment he was told to come, he was bidden to come, he walked. Mm -hmm. By the time he tried to look around the waves and everything that was happening about him, he began mm. to sink mm. because he lost focus. That's why in, this last, in these last days, the most important thing is to look to Jesus. Amen. Don't look at anything else. Don't look at what's happening around you. Mm. Because if you do that, you lose focus. Amen. Look to Jesus. Jesus is the only one. Amen. Jesus and the message Amen. are one. Yes. Amen. So that's, what, that's our way our focus needs to be. You remember that story that Brother Branham talk, talked about? Uh, the competition that they had, the riding competition, they had to ride on a on a pole, on a very on a pole, a bike to yeah, see yeah. who can get through to the end without falling over. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said, you know, all the other people came and they did it, and they they couldn't they couldn't ride through. Mm -hmm. They all fell down. And there, there was this other young man who came and did it, and mm -hmm. he cycled until he went on to the other side. Mm -hmm. And people were asking him, so how did you do it? Mm -hmm. And he said, you I noticed what you were doing. You, you were looking on the sides to see you know, where we were going. Mm. But I didn't do that. I looked at the end. Amen. And then I just rode through and made it. Amen. Amen. That's what we need to do. Amen. Amen. Um, I always like... Have you got my message on there? Um, Amen. Let me just put it on. I always like to start with, uh, with, a, with a quotation about, uh, about love. But I realized that it's something that I had, uh, I had kind of backslidden on. Amen. I had backslidden on it. So today when I was preparing my message, I came across this, uh, this, this quotation. And I always loved, even if you, you ask people, you know, when I always a minister, I always try to say something about, about love. But it's something that I realized I had gone back on. I backslid on. So God's reminded me this morning, amen. So I just want to read this quotation, amen. It says, if it ever gets to a place that I couldn't put my arm around my brother, 
that's waiting for the kingdom of God. And recognize him as my brother. I feel I'm backslid. Amen, sure. I'll be scared to stand on the platform and face evil spirits to know that I had envy in my heart against any brother, no matter who he is, that's trying to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ or live a Christian life. If he, we disagree a million miles upon theology, if he loves the Lord Jesus, he's my brother and my sister. And we've drawn those lines. And if you can't love your brother who you have seen, how can you love God who you can't, have never seen? And brother, when love goes out, God goes with it. For God is love. And you can never get anywhere without divine love. And as you love one another, you love God. Amen. Amen. No, it just speaks for itself. Amen. Amen. It's something that we know we need to, to make sure that we, we conform to. Because love is a, is a powerful Amen. tool. Love is, uh, is God himself. And I understand, and you know, sometimes you can be hurt. Sometimes you know, people can do things that you know, are very hateful that you, know, that you, uh, you feel you are, you, you are put in a spot where you, know, uh, you're, you don't know what to do and you feel disappointed. Amen. I've been there and uh, you know, I've, I've, I've had that bitterness. I've had, you know, uh, I've, I've, I've been in a situation where you, you, didn't, you, you don't want to be, amen, you feel, you know, you're, you're let down and all that. Mm. But that's besides the matter. The most important thing is to hear what the prophet says. Mm. What he says, that's what we should abide by. Mm. Whether it, wherever it is, whether it hurts you so much or whether it's, you are, it's, it still remains the word of God. That's what we need to do. Amen. And no, not, not anything else. Amen. So I just thought I would read this, uh, this scripture. Amen. Maybe Amen. more so for myself. Amen. Rather than anyone else. Amen. 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 If we just send our prophet, amen, and just take the word of God. Uh, you can just read, uh, open our Bibles to Genesis chapter 3. Starting from verse 3. It says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field. Subtle, it means the serpent was so clever Amen. than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. Amen. And he said unto the woman, Yeah, if God said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God had said you shall not eat of it. Neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Verse 4. And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day that you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. We see that already the devil had already started waging to the word, adding to the, you know, distorting the word of God and saying, You shall not surely die. He just added a knot. God had said, You shall surely die. And he just came and just added that knot. That knot is the one that changed the whole world. Mm. Is the one that caused women to be in pain when they're going in labor. Is the one that causes people to have to work so mm. that they can earn a living. Mm. Is the one that caused all the troubles that are we find in the earth. Mm. Is that small knot that was added. Amen. Mm. Revelation chapter 12 verse 7 says, And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought and his angels. 
and prevailed not. Neither was there found place anymore in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Amen. Uh, she can just bow our heads and pray. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we want to thank you for a Sunday morning like today. Amen. We want to thank you for this privilege, Lord, that you've given us to be in your house, Lord. Father God, we know that there are so many people out there, Lord, who are lost. So many people, Lord, who do not even have that opportunity, Lord, to save you and worship you, Lord, in truth and in spirit. But Lord, here we are this morning. You've allowed us to gather in such a manner, Lord. Thank we want you, to Lord. give all the glory and honor unto thee, Lord. Amen. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for the songs of Zion that we've sang, Lord. Amen. But Lord, as we now come to this solemn moment of hearing your word, Lord, we pray, have mess upon us, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father God, I pray, may you take me aside. Father God, and just use me as an instrument, Lord, in your hands Amen. to speak to your children, Lord. We are so grateful, Lord, that your word tells us that where two or three are gathered in your name, Lord, you are there. Amen. Heavenly Father, we know that you are in our midst. We are so privileged. Father God, may you come and have your own way, Lord. May you circumcise the lips. May you circumcise the heart and ears, Lord, that are going Amen. to hear this word, Lord. Father God, may it, Lord, may the discouraged be encouraged, Lord. Amen. May those who are hopeless, may they have hope, Lord. Amen. Father God, we pray, may you come and start with us and finish with us. I commit myself in your hands. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 You may take your seats. Amen. Uh, this morning, I'm going to speak about uh, deception. Okay, just on that to be the next slide. Deception through a mirage. How many know a mirage? Oh, you do you know the mirage? Yes, people know a mirage, yeah? Amen. A mirage uh, is an optical illusion. Uh, they say caused by atmospheric conditions, especially the appearance of sheet of water in a desert or on a hot road caused by the fraction of light from the sky by heated air. I think I've got some pictures down. It's not very clear. I think maybe sometimes when you are driving in on a hot day, mm -hmm. you see like uh, on the tar, sometimes you think that there is water ahead of you. And when you get there, you find out that that's not water. Mm -hmm. It also happens in a desert. If you can see that, that was a picture of a desert. It's not very clear though. That's what happens also in a desert. You see a reflection that looks like water. And then you think it's water. And sometimes people who are lost in the desert, you will find out what the prophet will be saying. Who are lost in a the desert, they are so thirsty. And when they are far off, they see something that looks like water. Mm. Or they get so excited. Or they say, oh, now I'm saved. Now I've got water. At least I've got water. Then when they rush onto there, just thinking that they're going to drink water, then they found out that it's just sand. It's a mirage. So it's not something that's, it's something that's real. That's, that's not real. It's a deception. Mm. And deceive is to deliberately cause someone to believe something that is not true. Especially for personal gain. Mm -hmm. So, talking about deception through a mirage. Mm -hmm. Amen. Now, let's, let's read what the prophet says about that. That's my first quotation. says, if you go to court and you say you, was, you saw something happen, an accident, and you were looking through a window, they went to take your word for it. No, sir. Your sight sometimes it is double vision. And you can see things that is not. For instance, you can do go down the road in a hot summer day or across the field and you look and you see a mirage. It looks just like water. Many times on the desert, people dying will run to these, throw sand upon themselves, thinking they are bathing water. It's an optical illusion. You look and you see the water just as plain as it can be. 
but it's not water. So it really something that looks so real that you think, ah, that's it, I've got it. And yet, it's a deception. And yet, it's not something that's true. Now, this morning, I just want to talk about how it's a tactic of the devil all the time to deceive people by a mirage. He shows you something that looks real and yet it's not it's not real. I'm just gonna take off my glass. Yeah, I think I had uh, I broke them this morning, I sat on them by mistake. So I was just trying to get them together again so it didn't quite work properly, so I can see that they are trying uh, they are going to fall down. So it's something that looks real and genuine that the devil will offer to you, will present to you in order to deceive you. It's always been his tactic to get away, to get people away from the word of God. And he never changes. Mm. He's got more than 6,000 years of experience of doing it. Mm. To get people off the word. Mm. So he's a, he's, a, he's a genius at this. Mm. He knows how to present it. He knows how to package it. Mm. He tries to offer you an alternative to the word of God. Mm. He tries to offer you something that is not the word of God. And we know that the prophet says the devil can go 99.9%. But he cannot go all the way with the word. That's right. That's what he does. Mm. So that's how he deceives people. That's what he does in this last in, in this last day, to snare you away from the word. Mm. Especially, I always say about the young people, how they've got a challenge in this day and age that we're living. Mm. How the devil has really targeted the young people. He's got a lot of things that are happening. A lot of things that he shows them to try to take them from this message. He's trying to show them the things that are not real. And when they look from afar, they think, oh yes, this is it. This is what everyone is doing. This is what my colleagues are doing. This is what everyone at school is doing. So this is, this is it. And yet it's not. Amen. Now the scripture reading that we've, the, uh, reading that we've just we've read, we see how the devil painted a picture to Eve. To deceive her. He painted a picture of deception. He painted a mirage to her to say, no, you're not going to die. Everything's going to be fine. You're going to be, you know, you're going to be wise. You're going to be so clever. Mm-hmm. And it seemed real. It seemed convincing. It seemed genuine. But it was an optical illusion. Amen. And we see as well how he did, as we read from Revelation chapter 12, how he, uh, the devil fought against Michael and the angel. He managed to deceive, what? Was it a, is it a third or three thirds? So, no, it's a third of the angels, isn't it? Mm. He managed to deceive them so that he could make them, you know, rise up against God. Mm. You see how deceptive he is, and he was the most beautiful angel that there was. Mm. And as good singer, he was. Mm. He was so beautiful to look upon. He was, at one point, he was called the. the uh, I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't remember what he was. Was it the morning, morning star or morning something? Star. Morning star, yes, yes. Because he was so beautiful to look upon. Mm. So that way he would deceive people. He went and deceived all the angels. Mm. And said, let's rise up against God. Mm. So this is still his tactic even today. Mm-hmm. He's trying to deceive people. He's trying to take people away from the world. Amen. That's why the Bible warns us and says, you know, beware of them that come in sheep's clothing. And yet they are wolves. It reminds me of the story of uh, Martin, the messenger. How uh, an angel appeared to him and said, he said he had a, he had a crown. He said, uh, and he said, worship me, I'm, 
I'm, G- I'm Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, something like that, an appearance came to him and said, worship me, Martin, I'm Jesus. Mm-hmm. The Bible says the devil can also turn himself into an angel of light. That's how deceptive it is. And the Bible tells us that in the last days, the truth and the false, the true and false vine, they will be so close that it will deceive the very elected if it was possible. So if the truth and the false doctrine, they are so close that it will deceive the very elected if it was possible, but it's not possible to deceive the children of God. Amen. So when this uh, 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 appearance happened to, to Martin, he looked and he analyzed and the word came to his mind and he said, if it was Jesus, Jesus is not yet crowned. Jesus is going to be crowned by the saints. Mm. So get behind me, Satan. Amen. So it takes somebody who knows the word. It takes somebody who's well taught. It takes somebody who reads. It takes somebody who listens to the message. Amen. For you not to be deceived. That's why it's so important that whatever we do, don't lose focus of the word. Don't lose focus of the way of, of the message. Amen. That's why we emphasize for people to read themselves, not to just wait to come to church and then you hear somebody coming to preach for you all the That's time. Right. Amen. You're supposed to be able to read on your own, Amen. listen to the message on your own, Amen. be prayerful on your own, because Amen. the most powerful prayer is the one that you make in your closet. Amen. Because the Bible tells us that if you go and close yourself in your closet, your father who sees you in secret Amen. will reward you openly. Not a prayer that you want everybody else to see that you are praying. Mm-hmm. With that prayer, that secret life, that secret closet, mm-hmm. it's so powerful. Amen. So we need to have that personal relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. Where you know yourself, you don't have to wait for mom or dad mm-hmm. to say, let's come, let's pray. Mm-hmm. But you will be praying on your own. Amen. If there's no altar call in the house, maybe people are caught up in that day, people are busy. You go and kneel yourself and you pray. Amen. Amen. So it takes the word. Because people who come here, I might come and just say things that are not true, that are not true, that are not true, and deceive you. There's a lot of things that are going about. So you need to be somebody who's well versed in the scriptures. Amen. To know what you're doing. Amen. Amen. You know, it also reminds me of these days how there's a lot of fake things that look so real, <laughs> but they are a deception, they are a, a mirage. Mm-hmm. You think of, uh, I was watching this uh, video that was, someone sent to me, how in China, they can actually make, actually make rice from something else that is not rice, to make it, not the rice that we grow, but to make rice that looks like proper rice, and people actually buy it thinking that they are buying rice, and eat it and thinking that they are eating rice, and yet they are eating something else. Mm-hmm. Or even eggs. Mm-hmm. They know how to make eggs. They put certain stuff in there and, and sell it. And people actually cook it and eat it and think that they are eating an egg. Mm. It's deception that is going through. It's the age of deception. Brother Abraham yes. says, this is the most deceptive age out of all the ages. That's right. There we see where we are. Matthew mm. chapter 24. I think I've got it on there. It says, and Jesus answered and said unto them, take ye that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, say man Christ, and shall deceive many. You know, the prophet spoke the message, uh, I noted one in the end times. Mm-hmm. And he used this scripture. Mm-hmm. And he says, these people who say, they will say, I'm coming, I'm Christ. It's not like they will say, I'm Jesus Christ. Because Christ means the anointed one. That's right. So come, someone comes and says, no, I'm the anointed man of God. Mm-hmm. So they are saying they are Christ. They are saying they are anointed. 
and shall deceive many. For they shall arise false prophets and false prophets and, uh, and shall shew great signs and wonders. In so much that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. So you see how deceptive they are. That they would almost deceive the very elect. In Matthew 7, the one that I spoke about, the way of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Amen. So the only tool that you have, a powerful tool that you have, to identify deception That's is the word. Amen. The word test. All the time when before you do something, put the word test. If somebody tells you something, put the word test. What Amen. does the prophet say about this? What does the word say about this? Amen. If you do that way, you never, you never go wrong. He says, but ye that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven, many will say, unto, say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? In thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done wonderful works. Mm -hmm. And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you, depart from me, you that work iniquity. Mm -hmm. So it's not about the, the prophesying. It's not even about the preaching. That's right. mm. It's not even about the, the signs and wonders or the miracles that are done. It's not about that. Mm. It's about the word. Amen. So a lot of people are getting deceived by seeing signs and wonders. Mm. A lot of people are getting deceived by people who are making prophecies and all that. Mm -hmm. The prophet told us in that message, you know, anointed ones at the end times. Is that people will have that anointing. And yet in what? They are, they are lost. Mm. Because that anointing can go on anyone. Like, it's like rain. That falls on the just and unjust. That's right. And people can and have a certain anointing. And people actually prophesy the truth. People have genuine gifts. Mm -hmm. People, you know, you know, doing uh, real miracles. Mm -hmm. But does it, that doesn't mean that they are of God. Mm -hmm. The only true test is the word test. Yeah. No matter how great you are. How many wonderful miracles that you're doing? How many prophecies that you make? As long as you are outside of the word, you are outside of the word. You are lost. You don't even give it time. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 You know, deception is just like, uh, you know, I always say to the young people, I always like referring back to young people, amen, most of the time, because I realize what, uh, what they are faced with in these last days. Um, you know, the Bible tells us, message teaches us that, you know, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot, if you're a boy or a girl, you cannot marry an unbeliever. It's out of, you can't do that. Amen. But I'm saying, under no circumstance should an unbeliever be married to a believer. Under no circumstances. Amen. Now, you see, it might appear that you know there might come a, a girl, a girl, a beautiful girl, who's you know like in this country to the, for them to uh, to chase up girls is I think it's something that is normal to them. <laughs> but us in Africa, we know that that's not you know that's not uh, moral, that's not proper. <laughs> Amen. So nowadays they are they are the ones who are chasing now. You know they can become and, and chasing you, but that can be a mirage or a boy who can appear so handsome. And he's the one that wants you, and he's not a, a believer. And Brabham says, be careful of that, you know, that handsome, sleek guy who will come with the 
with uh, you know <laughs> sweet sweet talking amen. amen to try to get you away from the word of god so but as i was saying a mirage when you're looking it from afar when you see oh this is such a handsome boy this is such a beautiful girl oh you know hey, hey whatever the way she talks to me you know the way she's saying this you know you're looking from afar it only take you to get close to him or her that's right and then when you are you, you get married, you do all that. That's when you begin to see that he is using this in the house. Fivefold. Every day you'll be battered. Or you start to find out some other things. Oh, he's like this, he's like this, he's like this. So it's not always that the things do not always seem as they look. That you can you catch that? If you can catch that, then that will you know, make your life uh, uh, better. Things they are not always the way that they appear. Mm-hmm. Things can appear so good mm-hmm. when you're looking from afar. Mm-hmm. But when you get so close, then you get to know somebody. Then that you realize, oh, what a mistake that I've made. Mm-hmm. And usually, maybe sometimes, it's a mistake that you've made, you can't correct. Mm-hmm. You're already pregnant. You've already made the girl pregnant. There's no turning back. Mm-hmm. You're thinking now how your children are going to be brought up. How, you know, you've already, you know, gone away from the way, from the, from the word, and you are, you are now to come back for you, you are now ashamed, you are, you know, so people need to think before they act. Put the word test all the time. Amen. I don't care what it is. If you are faithful, God is faithful. Amen. God owes no man nothing. Amen. If you are faithful to God and you are sticking by the principles of the word, Amen. God will come out somewhere for you. Amen. I always Amen. tell girls, you know, Forgive me if I uh, if I'm if I uh, I'm going too much on this, but I always like to tell, especially if it's for my my daughter. I always like to tell her that you know, in these days, Amen. that's what some people uh, do not like me for. But I always I, I always say that. Amen. That you know, boys are so deceiving, and boys you know, they can come and you know give you all this sweet tongue. At least for boys, it's better because they don't, they, 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 don't, they, they don't get pregnant. But once you are a girl, once you make that, that, that mistake and you get pregnant, there's no coming back. Or even if you develop a, a, a reputation that such and such a girl is like this, then you find that, you know, the brothers, when they want to marry, they, they don't want to marry somebody who's going to have a reputation. They don't want that. Amen. That's why you should be careful what you're posting on your social media. Amen. What you're saying to people, what you're presenting yourself as. Because Amen. already, you know, there are, there are boys out there who will be looking, who want to marry, you know. The boys, when they want to have fun, they look for the, for the weaker girls that they know that they can use. And then just dump them. That's what they do. And when they want to marry, they want to go and find the proper one. And because girls are so many, they don't have problems getting another one after they've used and dumped somebody. So it's just something that you need to be mindful Amen. And be careful about If you are honest and true They will come looking for you Because they know that you are a decent girl Amen Amen, Amen. I hope I've, uh, I've helped somebody Amen. Amen Now going back to our subject Sometimes The devil also deceives us To think that just coming to church is good enough you just come into church and then you sit down there, you go back home. 
I've done my part. Which is not. You are supposed to live a Christian life wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Amen. It's not something that you, you take off while when you go out of this door. But it's something that you need to have all the time. People, you need to be a living testimony. People need to see the Bible through you. Amen. Amen. And also sometimes the devil can, can make you believe that you're not born again. It's got that trick, amen, to make you think, oh, I'm, I'm lost. Or oh, why is this happening to me? God doesn't love me. Mm. Or he can make you believe that you don't have the Holy Ghost. When you do, mm. we know that there was a sister who came to Brother Branham thinking, you know, that she didn't have the Holy Ghost. And Brother Branham said, she had. Amen. So the devil is good at doing all those things. Mm. But you need to put the word test and see how your life is patterning. Then amen. that will tell you everything. Amen. 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 If you just... Uh, Read Revelation chapter 6. I don't think I have it there. It says, uh, verse 1, And I saw the lamp open one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a ball, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering to conquer. Amen. Amen. People used to think, even some people still think that this is Jesus Christ sitting on a white horse. Mm-hmm. But the prophet told us that in the first seal, that was the devil going out, sitting on a white horse, Mm -hmm. appearing like Jesus, just like what Jesus will come sitting on a a white horse. Mm -hmm. But he will have a he will have a a sword, amen. But him he had a bow without an arrow. Brother tells us that was the deception that was going through the first eight churches that went forth conquering to conquer. You see how deceptive the devil is, amen. Amen. Now I'm just going to seem like I'm going off my t- my subject a little bit, but I'm uh, I'm going to, to join it at the end. Amen. Amen. Now, the prophet tells us tells us about thirst as well. Yes. Mm. That God puts a certain gadget in a human being mm-hmm. that thirsts, that longs for. Amen. And that thirst, it cannot be fulfilled by anything except God. Amen. If you go and listen to the message test, mm-hmm. he says, you know, but people, what we try to do is to try to quench that thirst by the things of the world, mm-hmm. by doing the things that are not of God. Mm-hmm. And yet that thirst that God gave in us mm-hmm. is just like a thirsting for water. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you get a drink or whatever, that is not water. That thirst will not go away. Mm-hmm. Thirst needs real genuine water where you, you know, that takes away the genuine thirst. Amen. But sometimes the devil tries to tell us that there are better things that can quench the thirst that we have. You know, like sometimes it's like, uh, but what? The things of the world are like, you know, when you are thirsty, somebody gives you a, a glass full of sea water. What happens? It's salty. And you become even more thirsty. You know, I always think you can ask, you know, I know we, we've got gadgets, we've got phones. We've got Apple from iPhone, whatever, 5, 6, 7. I think now they're almost 10, yeah? When you get that phone, maybe for the first time, you're so excited. You say, ah, yes, I've got this phone. Mm-hmm. And you are looking at it maybe the first few days. But after a few days, you, you, you've lost interest. Is that not true? And you hear that there is another one. iPhone 11. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You want the next one. Mm-hmm. You're already fed up with this one. You want the next one. Because that testing in a human being, it never, it's never satisfied. Even if it's a car. Mm-hmm. When you get a car, the first few days you are so happy about it, you were looking at what it can do and all that. Mm-hmm. But after a few days, you, you want the next one. Mm-hmm. That this testing that will never end. 
Amen. Amen. That's how the devil deceives us by Amen. showing us mirages. Amen. Showing us to test after the wrong things. Amen. Let's go and read what the prophet says in uh, testing for life. He says, and I thought, then what makes people do that? How come that men and women would do those things? Then I thought this. God created men to test for life. Amen. That test that is in you is a creation of God. And right and wrong is set before you as a tree of life. And death in the garden of Eden. And God made you to test. Amen. And how dare you to take away that blessed test that God has put in you to test after him. And you try to quench it in the things of the world. Amen. The devil trying to make men and women run the nightclubs and cocktails, parties, and live immorally. Because they are testing. And that test that is in you is of God. And you do never be satisfied until Christ, the fountain of everlasting life, fills your soul. It is totally impossible. The devil will make you believe that you are living. But you are dead in sin and trespass. How could you take that blessed holy test? That's how the devil deceives you. He gives you a mirage. And he thinks you are living and yet you are not. Let's go to... It says, and when you try to satisfy that with that perverted way, tomorrow you wake up with a headache, with a heartache. Amen. If you try to drink, maybe you're drinking. Tomorrow you wake up with a babaras. I don't know what they call it in English. <laughs> what, what do they call it? Uh, hangover. <laughs> and you want another one to try to get rid of the hangover. <laughs> so it's an unending cycle. <laughs> and you live immorally and you go to face the world with a scar the rest of your life. You see, sometimes when you are scarred by the devil, the scar, people will always see that scar. You will never scar the rest of your life. And then you'll be asking yourself, why did I do this? I could have just only done the right thing. You only get death by doing so. But let me invite you tonight to a fountain that's open in the house of God. That smitten rock, a geyser of water springing up. And an invitation that whosoever will, let him come and quench that test that God has put in him. Oh, Amen. it's so much easier. It's so much easier to do the right thing than to do wrong. Certainly it is. Then the devil is another way he makes you to quench that test. Because after all, it's a religious test. It's a test after God. Then the devil tells you, just join church. That's all you have to do. That's almost much hypocrisy or worse than going to a bar room or to quench that test. Except a man be born again. Amen. That's very important, amen, for our young amen. people, amen, to be able to get that experience with God. Amen. To be born again. Not to come to church because you, you, your parents are, are, are going to church. Mm -hmm. It's good to come with the, you know, with the parents. It's good you know, that you, you do that. Mm -hmm. But go the next step further, amen. amen. Be born again, amen. amen. That's the challenge that we have. Your life needs to be transformed. That's the battle that we have. You, you, you need to turn around if you are going this way. You need to make a U-turn and you are going that way. Your life totally changed. Your desires, your affections are set on the things above. Amen. Amen. Let me invite you tonight, as Jesus did the old woman in the well. Who came with a water pot to take water from the well of Jacob? Jesus said, bring me a drink. Amen. So now, coming back now, I think I'm going to come back to where I was. So the, this test that I was talking about, what the devil then does is when you are testing, as I've said, then he shows you a mirage. Amen. 
So when you've got the thirst that God has put in you, instead of quenching that thirst with the things of God, mm-hmm. with God himself, mm-hmm. the devil shows you an alternative, mm-hmm. which is a mirage, which is, you know, instead of showing you, getting the life that you are seeing here from, from God, mm-hmm. then he shows you death. But the way that he presents death to you is like it's life. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is wow. This is wow. You know, I'm patting myself. I'm enjoying myself. I'm still young. I'm cool. My, 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 my peers, you know, they like me. You know, I've got so many followers on my Instagram account. I've got so many followers on my Facebook account. I've got so many followers on my Snapchat. You know, I'm so cool. Amen. And the devil shows you. Amen. A deception. Something that looks like water, Amen. but it's not water. Something that looks like life, but it's death. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God keeps his word and says, Amen. That's the way the devil does. He shows you the bright side. And that kind of a bright side, if it doesn't tally with God's word, it's a mirage. Mm. This is where I got my message. Anything that doesn't tally with the word of God, it's a mirage that the Amen. devil is trying to show you. Mm. You know what a mirage is? It's something that looks like it is. It's an optical illusion. So it isn't there when you get there. You know you go down the road, it looks like water. When you get there, there's no water. That's the way the devil does you. Mm-hmm. You're always promising something out yonder. Mm-hmm. Out yonder, showing you something bright. When you get there, it's never that way. Mm-hmm. Stay with the word. You are on the line then. You are in God's blueprint. Stay right there. What God says, no matter what it looks like. You don't have faith. Faith is not what you see. It's some things you don't see. You confess the things that you don't see. Faith is the things, is the substance of things, of the evidence of, of things not seen. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, that's where the devil tries to get you away from God. He tries to show you symptoms. He tries to show you, you know, that, you know, you are so sick. Or you're so poor, or this and that. Look at the condition that you're in. But the Bible tells us that he observes lying vanities, forsake their messes. Mm. You know, I'll just give you maybe some uh, uh, examples of mirages that the devil might show you in your life. Amen. Sometimes he makes you focus so much on your life, so much that you don't have time for God, because you think this is the, this is it. I need to make sure that I'm sorted. I need to make sure that I'm, I'm living pretty. I need to work and work and work and work and work. I've mm-hmm. got no time to go to church. I've got no time to do this. Mm-hmm. That's a mirage that the devil is showing you. Because that's, that's not real. Mm-hmm. Because the, what is real is God first. And all these things shall be added. Amen. So he tries to deceive you that way. He will make you believe that he's better outside in the world. My friends are having fun. They never get to get up early on a Sunday and come to church. You know, they do cool stuff, they go out, they party, they show and present it on Facebook, they show and go into so that you can you can mm. you can be tempted to go there. That's a mirage. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. You make you think that people are so sad in the message. Mm. Oh, there's nothing to it. Oh, you know, ah, whatever it is, you know, things are not just going well. Mm. Amen. You make you believe that money is more important than God. Mm. So testing for life again. Says, and when you get to that state, the devil begins to show you mirage. You know what a mirage is. Did you ever go down the road and look and see the sun shining on the road? Look like a lot of water. Oh, it will fool you. Mm. Here, not long ago, I seen where a bunch of geese 
coming from Canada or ducks, and they seen one of those on the road and fell in the road and they burst open. They thought it was water. You know these geese when they are flying, they fly in a you know as a as a is it a flock? A flock of birds that you know they travel, you know, depending on the weather, they follow the leader. Amen. Amen. So these ducks, you know, they say they were coming from Canada and they saw a mirage on the road. And so they took those water. And they went and they burst. All the devils got many pitfalls for people. It looks like it. I've never seen people testing. When they would run into these places and fall into them, look, think they was in water. Look just like a big running water. Throw sand upon their heads, thinking it's water. And it's nothing but hot bearing sand. Mm. And the devil told you, little lady, you sister, that if you do all these things, and you brother, if you do all these things, you have a little social, lot of old, narrow-minded stuff. Why, why you don't want to listen to that old Craig, Craig preacher? You don't want that Bible. That was translated four or five times. There's nothing to it. You can join church and be good citizen. There's nothing else in the world but a mirage. The devil showed you. You are just heaping more sorrows all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the prophet speaking. Amen. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's read this as well. See, some years ago I was talking to an Indian guide that had got lost on the desert. His name was Tim Coy. Very well-known guide. And he got lost out in the desert in Arizona and he couldn't find his way back. Mm-hmm. And his was, if you ever was lost, I've been lost. Those nose become raw and bleed mm-hmm. where the sand boiling up your tongue becomes so thick, you don't speak. Your lips turn upside down, inside out, and crack all over. Then the devil shows you a mirage. That's something. You go down the road and you look like you see water. When you get there, it's not water. That's the way the, way the devil does the church members and sinners. He tries to show you something pleasant. And many times the tourists that wander off the road and get into the desert to pick flowers, then all of, all of it looks like, and they can't find their way back. And before they die, they see those mirages. And they run to it, jump into it, thinking they're throwing water on them. But they find they're only throwing water sand on their head. And as a long time before death, the great vultures come from the sky and pick their eyeballs out while they're lying on the desert. How often does people, sinners and church members and pretenders, when the devil shows you a mirage, when you can become popular, you dress so and so and go with the crowd and so forth, the buzzards of hell, Pick your eyes out to the gospel. That's what the devil does. He picks your eyes to the gospel. Then you start believing the things, you know, what is it called? These things that are coming up against the message these days. They start to make you question the message. They start you to focus on, you know, trying to to deceive you and get you away from the message. You know, watch those people. You know, you end up seeing people, once you you move away from from the truth, Amen. The Bible said, "You'll be, you'll be given, a, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be overtaken by evil spirits to believe a lie." Mm. And you, you start to wonder why people believe in certain things that are not true. Amen. That you know that you know this is even even the, the Pentecostals they know that this is not true. And you begin to see even people the, because once you leave the message, you become worse. Mm. That's right. Mm. Because why? Because what happens is that when the word comes, it's, the Bible says it's like rain that falls on the ground. Mm-hmm. Either one, either uh, a, a good crop will germinate mm-hmm. or a bad crop will germinate. 
So it's the, those are the two options. So when you had the word inside that, that good seed that is within you will germinate and you, you know, you will receive the message. Or you go the other way. Yeah. But when you, when, you, when you turn away the message, you become worse off. Mm. And you, you even you, you begin to do things that you never imagined that you would do. Mm. And you'll be so blinded because your eyes have been picked. You can't see now. Mm. Because that's what the devil always does. Especially you see what he did to Samson. He picked those eyes. And that's what he tries to do to the bride, the, the prophet says. Mm. To pick your eyes so that you don't see the gospel truth. Mm. You go to a meeting and say, I don't believe in that stuff. Why the buzzards of hell picked your eyes out? That's your spiritual sight that he's talking about. Amen. Amen. You know... As I was saying, Samson also was shown a mirage by Delilah. Mm-hmm. How he was deceived. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. He's the master of illusion. He, he, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Jesus was also shown a mirage. And he says, if you worship me, mm-hmm. I'll give you all this. Mm-hmm. Do this and I'll do this. Mm-hmm. Moses was shown a mirage. How he was you know, offered to, you know, uh, 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 the Bible says he eschewed. Um, Christ more than the, the, uh, uh, the riches of Israel. He considered Christ to be more important than all the riches of, of, of Israel because he could have stayed in, uh, in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. As I'm about to finish. Amen. If you can just raise your feet, Amen. You know that the devil can also make you think that your problem is too big that you cannot solve it. Amen. He also makes tries to make you believe that you know you're doing something you know that that is wrong. You're never going to get anywhere with this. He tries to discourage you. He tries to you know to show you the negative side. Amen. That's what he does. Amen. But we know that our God is able. Amen. Amen. There is nothing that is impossible with Him. No matter what your situation is, mm. as long the prophet says, as long as you are in your line of duty, God is duty bound to protect you. Is duty bound to intervene in your situation as long as you remain on course. Amen. Amen. So don't worry about the devil. The devil is just a bluff. We know that the prophet says, you know, he is like he presents scarecrows mm, to right. try to frighten you. Mm. And try, it, 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 what's a scarecrow? It's a it's a bluff. Mm. It's a mirage. Amen. Mm. Because it's not the real thing. Amen. He tries to show you that like you are in problems. That your problem is so great. Mm. You know, there is nobody who can solve it. You're never getting going to get out of it. But if you look at the lying vanities, you forsake your messes. Amen. That's why he comes like a rolling lion. But he's not a lion. He looks like a rolling lion, but he's not a lion. He's a toothless bulldog. Amen. 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 So don't look at the lying vanities. Amen. Amen. I just want to read two quotations before I finish. David spoke of waters. The Bible said, there is a fountain open in the house of God for the cleansing of the soul. And again, David, being a man who dealt in the woods and learned a lot about wildlife. In one of the Psalms, he cried, as the heart, which is a deer, as the heart thirsts for the water brook, so my soul thirsts after the oak. I often wondered what David wrote that about until I learned about deer. Back in the country, in other countries, they have wolves and wild, and, and wild dogs, and they attack the deer because they are easy prey for them. And that's very good type of the devil. 
It takes a beautiful woman or a handsome young man. That's, that's the prey for the sins of the world. Just to pray a little innocent boy of 16 or 17 or a girl. Just pray to the devil to feast on me. The wild dogs lay in ambush. I see in Eastern Africa. I see in other countries. And they jump on those little deer. The first thing they do is to try to break the spring of their legs. Then they can't run. We call it the hunter's voice, hamstring then. And then if he cannot grab them there, he grabs them by the throat, jerks the jugular vein loose. It bleeds to death just in a moment. Then there's a flank in the deer. And he will run and jerk his teeth into that. And if he's a big heavy dog and a small deer, he can throw that deer on the ground from the flank. And he's got him in mid-center. And if it swings the deer off his feet, and the dog grabs it and throws himself over. He throws the deer to the ground and they go right in and just tear them, that little fellow to pieces. Many times the mouth of flesh pulls out and the deer is so quick and can maneuver his body, his little body so fast that sometimes he can get away. When the dogs are rolling, before he can get up, the deer can get away. But if there is any hunter here that knows that a wounded deer has got to find water, Right, right now. And I could imagine seeing a little deer with blood running out of him. He's watching, he's panting, he's looking for the water bro. If that deer can get to water, he will live. Amen. I've told them many times when they cross the creek and drink and run down the creek, a little piece run on the hill, cross back and get some water. He will just keep on running as long as he can get water. But if he doesn't get water, he will perish. That's what David said. My soul is testing after you like a heart. I must have you or I perish. And tonight, to this sinful world who's beaten by the mad dogs of hell, with all his modern jazz music and dirty television programs, cracking jokes and so forth like that, you are mad dog bit. You're trying to quench that thirst with stagnated waters of the devil. May your heart become so thirsty that you find Christ or die. The deer is a test for the water brook, so my soul tests after thee, O God. Just take a drink from there, and you never hear, you never have to have another sermon on morals, how to dress, how to act, and how to conduct yourself. Amen. That's right. Amen. So he's just relating it to how a deer, when it's Amen. beaten by a mad dog, if it can only find water, mm -hmm. no matter how much it's beaten, it will find strength to keep on running. Amen. Amen. Tonight, this afternoon, amen. amen. I'm inviting you to come and drink. From that fountain, amen. amen. From amen. that fountain of living waters. Amen. So that you can never test again. Amen. So that you can never be deceived again. Amen. So that you can never be, you know, you can never be, you know, deceived by a mirage. That you cannot be deceived by mm. seawater or these things that are not genuine, amen. That's if you right. come to this fountain of life, which is Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. Then you will never test no more, amen. Amen. If you can just sing, uh, Create
softly as we reflect on our lives 